Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous. This is episode 140, Checklist Acquired. Perfect. Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous. <laughs> episode 140, uh, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our patrons who support us monetarily, let us do some extra cool stuff. And uh, I realize we are coming close to the um, $400 a month. I think if I'm reading it correctly, um, that might not be accurate because it may be taking into account the people who did the annual subscription this month. Like probably. <laughs> right. Because it's like, hang on, how did we get that? No, that can't be it. So we'll we'll figure it out. But we are getting close to another threshold. Um, and uh, I'm starting to think that uh, the Occultist Anonymous Twitch channel might actually have some reason to get some use. So um, that might be a thing that we start up because I know Chris streams some stuff and I've been thinking about streaming some stuff just as a little downtime thing. So that might just be a little thing where we hang out and stream some games with you. Don't know. Um, I don't know. Among Us, maybe, or just us playing stuff and chatting with you. I don't know. We're figuring it out. Uh, but possibilities because dang it, if I've got the channel, I might as well use it. So, uh, but yes, a special shout out to uh, Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Algos, Bernie, Blood Angel, uh, sorry, Brandon, Doc, Emil, Jack, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazy Man, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Noba, Orange Turtle without Jello, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Rosescrad, Brian, Sebastian, Sina, Soul Responsibility, Serenus, Terry, uh, The Late Mr. Graves, Thomas, Vortex, uh, Wise, uh, XX69 Conca User 69XX <laughs> Top Tier and Zoltan. Uh, thank you all very much for your support um, and your continued trolling. Righto. Uh, when we last left the Cabal, um, some of them had been hanging out in Leslie Booth's booths? Hanging out with, in Leslie Booth's Oniros and uh, helped her uh, come to terms with what she had seen that night when Atratus was partying with two werewolves. Uh, and just a little bit of a nudge here and there, and all of a sudden she realizes, oh, it was all a magic show. I got it. And all of a sudden is, <laughs> you know, feeling a little bit better about that night and less like the world is kind of a sucky place. Uh, notably, I didn't mention it on the last one, Fugue state, basically anytime you're reminded of the event that put you into the fugue state and gave you that condition, throws you back into the fugue state. So literally her highlight of the week, going to the nightclub with her friends, was throwing her into that fugue state right at this every Friday night, started her weekend and would take some time to to throw it off. So. Yeah, uh, for Leslie, I mean, they really messed with her. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I need to draw specific attention because I cannot hold this joke in anymore, but I did not make it at the moment. This fugue state changed her from Leslie Booth to Leslie Nope. Is that Parks and Rec? Yeah, yes. your silence is appreciated and noted. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The correct response. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am 
familiar with the show and I made it through two episodes. I was like, nope. I hear that you have to skip the first season. So that's also a Yeah, skip me. the first season. Yeah, I watched a couple out of order at a hotel once and I liked it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I will give it There was show. an episode where um, April and Chris Pratt were buying a house. Oh, God. That's very good. <laughs> they felt like this broken down old Victorian <laughs> goth house. I'm just like, oh, it's, yeah, it's perfect. Yep. <laughs> wow. I feel very called out. <laughs> Anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not anybody. Yeah, that when buying this house, we there was know. a house that my wife and I were like, "We can fix this one." Then we then we went and looked at it. And, no, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, all the rest of us in Discord are just like, "You're not really going to go here, are you?" I mean, we went there, we looked I at it, and, it. and, and, then, and yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Uh, so, anyways, yes. So, Mage, um, helping uh, helping Leslie out. And uh, we now shift gears over to, uh, in my head, is possibly happening parallel, literally like a room over, is uh, Songbird and Hadramiel finishing their summoning and watching as this wheel, uh, or several wheels of motes of fire just kind of disappear. Hadramiel madly scribbling down high speech um, and looking up to Songbird and going, um, what? <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty obvious, right? Um, well, I mean, possibly. Uh, there's a couple different things that she could be referring to. I'm hoping that she merely means it in a kind of metaphorical statement of putting some kind of weight on somebody i don't suspect that she means physically but that is a possibility um this phrase here tapping at the uh, notebook um suggests somebody being burdened um but depending on how we translate it into english burden is a lot of different things um and i don't know are do you get this in english or do you get this in in uh your native tongue get it in High speech. Well, yes, but then you need to delve into it for the deeper meanings. Oh, boy. Are you sure? Uh, and and very specifically, like, <laughs> yeah, Hadromiel is like, yes, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this is how you figure, you know, some of this out. Um, and Right, but it's me it's just gonna be a a lift right yeah that's definitely gonna be it um all right hang on um actually why don't you um why don't you have a tritus come in here um and weird maybe uh they can help us out with this don't speak for a high speed (laughs) <laughs> right. I queued up the spell to make you smarter. I didn't know how many. I gave you plus four. That is exactly how many I can take because I have one dot of intelligence. Well, with the reach, you can go over. Can with reach, you can go over. And Actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. How much gnosis do you I have? I can go to six without being uh, having to cost your mana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just did the 
because it's a potency spell, so it starts at two. Yeah, so mine three. I'm mine four. It's three dots. It starts, starts at it starts at your arcana. Okay, so it doesn't work like reach. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. Then I don't no. need that minuses. Yeah, no, reach is the only one that you compare. Everything else is a flat. So it means that if you actually have five dots, you have five oomph. Five potency? Okay. Uh, I just didn't know when you wanted me to cast that. At an appropriate time, which is... More or less now. Yeah. I imagine, yeah, like I said, I think you guys are, you know, coming... Coming? Summoning? Coming out of... The summoning room, the same time that uh, the uh, the Atratus squad are stepping out of the ritual room. I don't know how many different rooms you guys have segmented out here. Um, we could listen. We can have as many as rooms many as, we as want. necessary. <laughs> uh, space mage. We can as many rooms as we want. You're not there yet. Wait, do you have space five? You didn't snag space five, and no. I missed it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't. You don't get to create spaces just yet, <laughs> Mister. Um, one more arcana, you can. But um, so yeah, I I picture this as like Longbird pacing out, and like it feels fitting that it is dramatically appropriate that it's like the exact same time, and like y'all are all kind of waking up, and Songbird's got that like flame of obsession behind his eyes. It's like, all right, all right, I don't care about what you did. I need you to make me smarter or Hadramiel is going to keep making fun of me because I don't understand what this thing just said to me. I can, I can do that. What was that number? I just got add four to it. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're not taking penalties, you're over on your entry bonus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 14. Just make me just just do, like, steal the penalty and say, fuck it. I'll be super smart, Burb. Also true. Five successes. Excellent. Very good. Step in the primary. (laughs) (laughs) If if you're willing to spend the mana. I want the beat. Now I have that song stuck in my head. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll take a condition. Sure. Too, I guess. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that'll be... Uh, hmm? Or skill-based rules? I don't know. Should I think what the condition would be related to having augmented skills? Augmented attributes, but attributes, yeah. yeah. Um, in this case, assisting somebody... Um, I mean, actually, we could do a, another plus two to help somebody. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, with that, Songbird opens his eyes and realizes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. So much more meaning in this. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, sorry. I'm fucking Algernon myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that Turn book. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that was the first book to ed- that I, like, finished, and I went... Wait, hang on. This doesn't have a happy ending. (laughs) Yeah. This was not a happy. I was upset at that book. Oh, sixth grade elementary school literature book. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude. Like that. It wasn't even like schedule. I can't remember. How did I end up getting that book? Sixth grade friend of mine lent it to me. The lit book, and it was in there. Did you not have to read Old Yeller as a kid? Because that one. Oh, okay. I read The Yearling. That was sad too. No. Well, I get to Flowers pet deer, and then they have to kill Chat. it. The spoilers—they kill his deer. 
Yeah, that seems to be Anyways. the yeah. <laughs> Back over here. Uh, yeah. Smart uh, burb. Off to the races. Uh, so yes. I have um, things to uh, be smart about now. Go ahead and roll your uh, intelligence plus uh, in, excuse me, intellect plus occult uh, as uh, Hadroniel does the same. so smart cool uh if you had mine for you you could give yourself a condition but you can't uh uh, uh, yeah no uh between the two of you kind of sitting down um and both kind of coming at it from different angles both abrimos obviously but uh you know different personal experiences and such like that um you can work out that the burden, um, and very obviously you're like, yes, no, this is not going to be a physical burden, uh, though it may manifest in something to physically hold, which may be the thing software is like, oh, yeah, yeah, physically hold this thing. And Hadramiel is like, please don't the subtext of like what that thing to hold will represent. It sounds like uh, actually with with five successes. You're pretty definitive that whoever is holding this is going to basically have to hold up against um, a it's effectively a trial. Duh. Um, And so long as somebody is holding this thing up, uh, Daphia will be able to provide you with support and help. The weight itself will be physically negligible, but is going to weigh heavily on the soul. Um, And how that is exactly going to manifest, you're not quite sure. That may actually require you to visit a library um, and actually kind of dig into... And by library, I do mean the merit, uh, but yes. Um, And to dig into what exactly, you know, does this affect and how... You know, do I you know pump somebody up to bear up under this burden? Um, yeah. Excellent. I will do this. Thank While you. you are smart, go to the library. <laughs> How do I library? Uh, <laughs> fortunately, with this your is six- set in character. Yes, yeah. uh, with with your six intelligence. Uh, no. Um, I think Hadramiel uh, basically says, um, considering the situation, I think I can probably swing getting you access to some of the Silver Ladder's archives. Uh, So come with me. We'll run it by... uh, Sun and winter, sorry. <laughs> Brain froze. Um, and uh, see if... Is he also the leader of the Silver Ladder? No. Uh, okay. No. Uh, uh, the Magister, if I remember correctly, is elsewhere. Um, and that's why, you know, similar to Red Dread. Red Dread doesn't have a spot on the Concilium. Uh, but... Uh, Sun in Winter is basically the resident high-ranking uh, Silver Ladder Viarch um, in the Concilium, which kind of makes sense. 
Uh, uh, yeah, Songbird does have access to the Athenaeum, but they don't have shit for this, so... Mm, no. Uh, Athenaeum is all about, more or less, cryptids. Uh, monsters, boogeymen, vampires, werewolves... Yeah, infernals. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's probably an Athenaeum that does do that, uh, but this, is, this isn't even necessarily a... Um, supernal kind of question this is a like i don't want to use the term atlantean uh but this is a awakening ritual kind of thing um and and what kind of thing is associated with this and actually kind of just flat out high speech research um so uh i was gonna say if anybody goes with but no (laughs) Hadromiel's like, get in the car. Not allowed. <laughs> yep. Um, so you guys bebop out um, into Brooklyn. Um, and uh, yeah, he drives you out that way. In the meantime, uh, Tratus Weird, uh, what are you guys up to? Um, who am I reporting to for having like helped the people Oh, Colossus. Out? Okay. Um, I guess I'll call him. Do I have his number? Oh yeah, but I mean, like, there there is the like emergency contacts number like pinned mm-hmm. to the fridge, uh, and Colossus is definitely one of them. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, I just want to report in. I guess that I have started. I've won down. It went really well. Okay, um, and so yeah, uh, when he picks up, you know. <laughs> the heavy clang of machinery and you know smithing and stuff like that. He's like, "Hang on, I can't quite hear you. You have a very quiet voice." Uh, <laughs> walks away from the you know everything and uh, yeah, <laughs> this he's for? got a shitload of forces magic. He can cast a single spell and be like, yeah, "Okay, I got you now." Yeah, he could. But he probably doesn't want to. <laughs> uh, Colossus is actually one of the few people who has higher than eight. Uh, wisdom in the concilium. Yeah, that man does not cast magic unless he needs to. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably something that you and him have had talks about. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so he steps away for a second and um, you know, checks in and you can hear the sound of, like, paper and pencil. Uh, he says, okay, so uh, who did you who did you work on? Who did you work with? I visited Leslie Booth. All right. And um, any particular notes, concerns? Uh, No, not really. She was not doing well. Um, We went into her Oneros, found the memory. Um, Hold on. We? Oh, the uh, other Evan Phoenixes. Okay. You mentioned weird or uh, network. I mean, probably not. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay. Sure. All right. Continue. Uh, I don't plan on taking them along in the future, but as a in theory, we should be able to do this to other sleepers, like for other sleepers in the future. So. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, I, I get it. You're you're mentoring them. I get it. Okay. Uh, went in. Um, altered sounds wrong I mean I guess that was what you did though um, adjusted the memory to make it seem more mundane like it wasn't magic yeah okay okay and yeah. she like seemed it was fine magic. it's true 
Um, okay, good. Um, uh, we will we will have somebody uh, check in on her. Um, did there appear to be any kind of um, uh, derangement, banisher tendencies, lingering kind of stuff, abyssal residue, things of that kind of thing? Uh, I didn't see anything like that. She seemed fine afterwards, after nudging the memory into a non-supernatural direction and everything there sort of cleared up. Um, okay. I met with her in person before that, and she was just very out of it, but she didn't seem deranged or anything. Okay, and that matches our records too, but, you know, once you're in there, you find all sorts of things, so... Okay, yeah, there was nothing nasty in there. It was just a... A very bad memory that is no longer bad. Cool. All right. Uh, well, thank you. I guess you were jumping right on this, so uh, carry on. Mm-hmm. And just click. <laughs> uh, what about we? <laughs> uh, so, what about weird? What about weird? <laughs> um. Same day, so I can't work on another door yet. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, actually, because yeah. I'm not realizing, actually, you guys were doing your dream stuff in the middle of the night. So I think we have a little bit of time crisscross here. But yeah, yeah. like the next day, I imagine is where a lot of this is actually happening. Um, so yeah, if you want to give the oh. moonkeeper a, a, a quick little visit, yeah. Sure. Uh, particular die roll and or action you are taking to nudge Moonkeeper along in being your bestest best pal ever? Um, I'm trying to think here. Moonkeeper is uh, has been doing research on his condition, or has he just sort of accepted it? At this point, it's one of those things of Moonkeeper is actively keeping an eye out and an ear to the ground for any new, like, ooh, hey. But for the most part, he's like, man, I have mastered time until some artifact shows up that breaks the rules or I become an Archmage. I'm kind of, I'm fine. Whatever. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I'll just... Hang out over coffee, I guess, if we can. If yeah, it's right. available. Yeah. yeah, it's been like this for three years, also. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, presence persuasion. Mm-hmm. Just being friendly and sociable. Yep. In my head, it's a lot of like, listen, we're just hanging out. You're not the you know counselor, you know, and at this point, you're talking master to master. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and, just um, kinda... and the specific angle I was looking at is for like suggestion because I want to. I still want to build a, a rote. Mm-hmm. So just getting input from Moonkeeper on on the direction he thinks might be good to go for a rote. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, not, not that I'm necessarily going to do that. I'm just getting engaging the right. conversation. Yeah, and I, I think especially considering because you're talking about doing a fate. Fate wrote, which he's never done before, but he's done time wrote, and this is what I did, and then mm-hmm. the skills that you're using are probably not going to be the same. But you guys have that whole back and forth contrast to yeah. try and find out, you know, what would work for you. Yeah, um, that's cool. Um, and so we cut over to uh, 
I just realized actually the first like silver ladder place that we've seen uh, in the uh, finally. Uh, <laughs> uh, Here are 47 <laughs> silver ladder NPCs Drew has been waiting 18 months to reveal. Uh, not even a little bit. Um, uh, no, uh, this is just my couple paragraphs of description of the amazing, meticulous. No. Uh, yeah, Songbird, Songbird A doesn't have time for that, and B isn't even looking. It's like, where, where's the book? Give me the book, or books, plural. Uh, but no. Ugh, two uh, in a single day? Oh, yeah. Feels strong. Uh, uh, but no, uh, you basically are, um, are taken to a high school. Um, it's a, you know, fairly nice, like, public school, but otherwise... Nothing really stands out, um, but you guys go park around. It's, you know, by the time you get there, definitely after hours. Um, and there's a little swipe of a badge by Hadramiel, who, like, you note, has a, like, folder of them uh, tucked away in, like, you know, so he has access to all sorts of stuff and drives around and you guys make your way in through a, you know, basically high school library um and back to like a stairwell that normally leads up and he just casually starts walking down through the floor um pass through a veil and leads to a big center of uh i mean it's very harry potter-esque library except the books don't like try and eat you or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just absolutely massive classic tomes, um, you know, papyrus scrolls, absolutely old school kind of stuff because it's the silver ladder and they like stuff as um, traditional. traditional. That's a good term uh, as they can get. It's much nicer than I was about to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and he basically uh, brings his way uh, down. There is like, especially compared to the Athenaeum, which has, you know, people everywhere doing all sorts of stuff, doing research. Uh, there is nobody on staff. Um, but that doesn't mean there's nobody there. Um, an enormous construct that looks more or less like a pile of boulders uh, just lumbers forward as you walk it come down behind Hadromiel. Hadromiel like blows right by this big construct and then <laughs> wait, uh, he's with me. And the construct just kind of settles back and all the boulders kind of shift and settle back into place of a like, I mean, for lack of a better term, classic like D&D stone golem. Um, clearly doesn't move like that, more the rocks just kind of tumble over each other. It's like a moving earthquake more than a pretty, pretty construct. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those him him smash good. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> moving right along. Crazing. Uh, hyper, was- hyper, hyper focused six inch songbirds. Like, all right, I'm going to kind of just talk to this golem because that's definitely what I came here to talk about. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, hold on. No yep. books. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking Hulk smash. I apologize. Anyways. I'm smash. Good. <laughs> Episode <Yep>. title. 
I do this stuff to myself, I know, but still, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and Hadramiel starts, like, points at a table and says, I'll be right back and just, like, starts flinging books back through the air um, and guiding them telekinetically <laughs> to the table. And they start just flopping open, some just, you know, stay closed. And um, it's like, okay. Uh, you take that half, I'll take this half. We'll see what we can figure out. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll intellect plus occult plus the library merit that he is lending you, which is a plus two. And it's going to be two hours. What is, sorry, what was my roll? Occult? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And library, or uh, sorry, plus two from the library. Willpower. And notably, this is information that unless you had a library or with the advanced library with a tag for supernal, uh, you wouldn't be able to dig this kind of stuff up. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so first three successes, um, it's pretty quick that you discover, okay, the kind of supernal weights and burdens that tend to get put on people, tends to rely on their soul, which you're like, yeah, no doubt, we got that. Um, and is more easily held up by somebody with a higher wisdom or potentially an obsession for whatever is working on. So it's like, oh, and like a drama looks over the books and says, this would be terrific for you if you weren't actually going to be busy doing the smithing. Um, so somebody with high wisdom maybe and keeps flipping through books um, or actually pauses you know, at that point, collecting the notes that you guys have found after the first two hours. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you uh-huh, guys dig uh-huh. in more or? Yes. And roll it again. Cool. Three more. Um, and uh from the more mechanic side, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the fluff of it later. Uh, but basically, it sounds like for every whatever interval this weight is going to have, somebody is going to be rolling an act of hubris effectively. They're going to be rolling, uh, well, excuse me, not an act of hubris. They're going to be rolling against their wisdom. Um, and every time they're going to be effectively taking a penalty just because it's going to whisper to just set it back down like this weight, this burden that you're holding. It's not doing anything. And uh, yeah, very specifically, the various notes and stuff that you find, stuff that has shown up in Atlantean temples, stuff that has shown up in other supernal trials. It's basically constant temptation. And notably, the the reason the obsession helps uh, is because you're just holding an object. Physically, you are doing nothing. Um, And depending on who is holding the burden, they may not even see what is going on. Um, And just, yep, you're doing nothing. And you're just holding this thing. It is useless labor. And it's weighing down on you and wearing away. And uh, it suggests that mental defenses may help uh, somebody, you know, resist this kind of, you know, insidious temptation um there's like some little scrawls here and there about like fallen angels supernal being like you know these you know tempters um kind of uh questions and stuff like that but 
Interesting. So all signs point to Colossus, just like I immediately had a thought of. <laughs> Excellent. Now convincing him this and preparing him for this, that's going to be the other thing. Forge purpose. I mean, yes, but... Yes. <laughs> that that itself if is kind of an act of hubris uh um, if i go hey you want an obsession you want some right. beats yeah and very specifically yeah if you don't surprise Doing it to someone unannounced it, yeah. yeah yeah that'd be fucked uh so yeah you guys essentially you're essentially just yanking on that gnosis chain be like hey come over here and do this right um and so yeah uh you guys hash out over you know various discussions and uh hey ash how long was that um Bonus intelligence spell going to last? Uh, I took. Did I take a minus for duration? I thought I did. No, no, I didn't. Um. Yep, it's fine. I should have caught it earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's fine. Uh, we can definitely shore up and explain the extra die that you were rolling. Because Close you had Hedromiel. Yeah. Close uh, that book and be like, yeah, okay, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, like I said, you and Hedromiel have a little chat back and forth. Definitely point out that, well, Colossus, yeah, he's he's got a high wisdom. He also has reason to see you succeed as your mentor and um it's forging an artifact which if he doesn't already have an obsession for he probably would appreciate the attempt anyways um yeah death fox says hey want to buy some beats uh yeah thank you <laughs> um so yeah a little little bit of a conversation there with hydromiel um and uh yeah next step got to chat with the colossus uh, also, okay. need to summon summon another supernal uh, and figure out what they're gonna want. So yes. cool. Um, I imagine um, uh, Atratus is going to go and meet up with the other sleepers, or is that a, like I'm gonna wait a minute to work on them? And I would probably try to just get them done as quickly as possible. Cool. Okay. I did also realize that during the conversation with Colossus. I should have mentioned Weird Network just because at this point, this initiated the Mysterium. I try to wouldn't be lying. Potentially, uh, which is a thing to discuss um, and kind of more meta knowledge. Do you think Atratus has actually taken the vow of um, honesty, I think is what they call it, and actually done the like supernal vow thing? I don't. No, do you need more like dots in the Mysterium before you generally do that? No, um, anybody can take a vow, um, and they take a vow for any whatever purpose. After a week of performing it, you get a mana, and you get a mana <laughs> every week. Um, the big trick is cool, I get one point of mana a week, it's really not much, but if you if you break it magically, it's going to zap all your mana, but it's a Big old Yantra bonus or just a die bonus? I can't remember. So it has a very, very good 
purpose there. And if you break it mundanely, so in this case, just literally speaking a lie, it has another bonus as well. I can't remember exactly what it is. Uh, but yes, as Mick JB says, free mana per week, kind of lame. Yes, but that's not why people take the vow. Um, they take it to have this thing when I need to lie and lie magically. Uh, it has a hell of a wallop. I'll look it up later uh, so you have an idea. But uh, yeah, especially if Atratus is already just being truthful, there's no reason that she wouldn't necessarily have taken it. But yeah, you do. Yeah. It's it's definitely the folks who are deeper into the Mysterium because like in terms of the order, you know, mm-hmm. Atratus is a I get stuff, you know, level of, uh, of Mysterium. Yeah, basically a, a seeker for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, hasn't delved too far into stuff, which is fine. There's lots of people who are high tier five dot status uh, Mysterio members who are seekers, you know. So, yeah. Uh, so just some something to think about. We can talk about it, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. out of character. If you're mechanically like, I don't know if I'd actually bother yet or not. Uh, yeah. But just and, in general, wouldn't be just casually lying. Right. Uh, yeah and yeah and that's actually another thing is determining the whether or not the vow allows for lies of omission because you didn't tell a lie you just didn't mention something just didn't mention they were there but yeah yeah but okay cool um cool i i am cool with a little little retcon there uh notably uh because that may have backfired in the future depending on who goes looking in and being like hey let's go check atratus's work oh look there were more people in here than she said were um uh, yeah but cool uh not that that was necessarily gonna happen just a possibility um right uh so yeah so atratus is going off and meeting up with these other folks and uh going to attempt the same kind of thing or um especially now that she realizes oh hey you know i could just cast this telepathy spell face-to-face, maintain it as I delve into my Oneros and do it that way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that I have figured out a way to do it that doesn't require the Arcana I don't have, um, I would just do it myself. Okay, and that's kind and of like what we've, I... We've taken the others along once and shown them things, and I don't feel the need to have them there. Right. Now I'm not going to teach them how to do this. I'm just going to go do this real quick, sweep everything mm-hmm. under the rug and handle it. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, it'll probably be the next, you know, couple days that that's basically mm-hmm. what Atratus is doing. Um, but cool. Uh, what about weird? Um, I'm taking a kind of easy sort of waiting for Vala to yank my chain. Okay. We made your um, mask. What's that? Yeah, the mask. going to make a mask. Say that one more time because you talked over each other. Your mask. Yes. Yeah. Um, which does bring me to the question of, you know, how does Weird make her mask? Uh, and for those of you at home, we're not talking about a physical mask, uh, though that is something that, you know, guardians do use. But. Yeah, no, this is just a, a mental one. Or supernal, I guess. I'm not sure. Yes. Um, so I'm imagining like uh, from uh, the saint, like her sitting in front of her mirror and asking the reflection, who are you? And then the answers just start flowing um, about somebody who 
does what they need to do to get the job done. It's kind of the focus behind the the persona. Cool. Um, second thing, because we hadn't discussed it before, um, is we're developing actual alternate identities for these entities or not. Um, and meta knowledge wise, basically you can do that through once you get to five dot in mask, because you get the merits, you could just yeah. tack them in there or buy them separately as weird, um, to have separate. Okay. No alternate identity as yet. It's just a, like an alternate persona. Sure. Uh, do you want to tell the folks at home about the first one that you're working on? Sure. So this is Shrike. Is a virtue of patience. The vice is that she's emotionless. Um, and she's got some skill specialties in self-shadowing and investigation body language. It's her one dot task. Have you only got the one dot? Just the one dot, I think. Okay. Have to check. Nope, two dots. Anyway, yeah, because I was yep. going to say specialization, yeah, yeah. I think, because uh, yeah, yeah. the first one is virtue and vice, I think. Second one is specializations. Yep. Uh, and yeah, for those of you who are not playing along at home uh, or don't have access to the book or anything like that, the mask allows you to generate different uh, personas, which starts with just a different virtue and vice that you use instead of your own, not in addition. Uh, it's a completely different gear shift. And then uh, second dot gives you specializations that you use instead of your own. Um, and then uh, as it progresses, you get more and more stuff. The fifth one being getting additional merits that reflect that character. Uh, and then of course you can buy more masks with just two dots each, which is ridiculous. Uh, mask is one of the busted. coolest merits, but it requires you to be a guardian, which comes with its own burdens. Um, so, yeah. Um, I will stop calling mar uh, guardians bad or dumb or silly or anything like that. Just guardians are other problems. Join uh, wizard cops. Wizard cops and, you know, but also, you know, the martyrs, you know. The, Can't the, wait. <laughs> Uh, oh, you have no idea. Uh, anyways, um, righto. Uh, so yeah, a uh, couple days pass. Um, when do you think, uh, sorry, uh, looking at Chris here. Um, when do you think, uh, we're, uh, Songbird is going to have that talk with, uh, Colossus, um, and, or, uh, you are going to do the next summoning? Uh, I think I would do the next summoning first. Okay. I have this obsession to increase my wisdom. I don't know how to do that. I mean, Does like this uh, work I've been doing, trying to you know fix my problem, count as that? I think so. Um, okay. You know the the way I view increasing your wisdom is doing stuff to fix the shit you've broken, realizing oh that was that was not a good thing to do. That was bad. And I'm realizing yeah. why. Um, there's actually some stuff in the. Um, Astral Realms book that actually suggests, hey, you want to increase your wisdom? Let's take a journey back to the memory of where you committed your acts of hubris and reassess it and relive it again and again. Or um, uh, what's the other uh, suggestion for increasing wisdom? Um, obviously, just flat out trying to act as if you were in a higher tier uh is another one too that one is a little bit harder at your tier because it basically means okay stop doing magic 
unless I really have to. Um, but that is a little bit more reasonable. Oh, I have three wisdom and I'm falling. Uh, okay, let me just let me be less of a... Not- <laughs> Pretend be, to be a better mage. Be less of a magical asshole. Yeah. Uh, but things like that, or, or just flat out, like, study of, you know, wisdom. Um, you know, whether that's literal philosophy or discussion with, uh, you know, other mages or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, this one very specifically, I think both in character and out of character is a perfect example of, hey, you need to make your wisdom better. You need to see the mistakes you've made. And I think See what you've done and confront it, yeah. Right. So do I get mark the obsession done and take the dot back? Uh, no, because you still spend XP to buy okay. w- wisdom. Uh, but I mean, these are perfect examples of ways to get arcane beats. Uh, which just a reminder for those of you at home, we do group beats and we do them after the session because it's boring paperwork and you don't need to see that. Um, but yeah, uh, so that'll be tallied up at the end of tonight and we'll figure out how many arcane beats we get uh it's a bunch quite a bunch should be a bit yeah yeah um cool um i would imagine that summoning the other angel would be the same set of dice and numbers yeah Mm -hmm. cool let me find my st notes so i can remember who they are Don't you need like four of them? How many angels? He's he's planning on something too. Uh. Yep. Uh, cherubim and a seraphim. Uh, but yes, the prime and matter one, Mitatron. Metatron. 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 Okay, because Metatron is the voice of God. Hell yeah. All right, with willpowers and everything, I was rolling 19 dice after Hadramiel helped do something. Mm-hmm. That again? Okay. Yep. Six. Yeah, of course. 16, 21. 23 was in my notes last time. Is what I had as well. Yep. Okay. That's that. It takes five hours. Four, five, six, seven? Huh? Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I scrolled up and I saw because you had the other, the uh, research ones. And I was like, no. Oh, wait. No, those are a different guy pool. Um, right out. Um, so yes, uh, summoning forth a cherubim of matter. Um, in this gonna feel a lot more comfortable going into this one. <laughs> I mean, they're they're all coming out of uh, you know, Hadramiel's book, so they're not going to sure. be you know, songbird looking angels. Uh, no, this one, uh, yeah, the dice yeah. aren't going again. For whatever reason. I wonder Weird. if it's because it's not my active window. I wonder if Roll20 is being like, oh, you're over here. Oh, you're over here. Because uh, they did some UI updates and stuff like that. So, okay. Uh, not really a problem. Uh, we can get around that. Uh, um, sorry. When I swap over. There we go. I lose cameras. 
Okay. Uh, so yes, uh, Metatron uh, appears uh, out. How do of, I spell this? Uh, it's uh, the. Uh, there we go. Uh, and you know we'll put it over here in roll twenty, so everybody can see it. Hopefully, let's see here. Okay. Did it update over here? Nope, it didn't. Okay. Yeah, sorry, chat. I will figure out how to fix that up in the future so that it keeps scrolling. Hey, well, Google says, did you mean Metatron? Uh, and my answer is random name generator. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but. Excellent. Cool. What does this giant yes, angel sorry. of wonderfulness look like? Um, yeah, no, uh, Metatron, because... That's the name I've gotten. We're not going with Google's suggestion that it's Metatron. Um, literally steps forward. Where others have usually appeared, this one seems to step and kind of brush back a curtain. Like, reality warps and you can see, like, the tapestry as it just kind of brushes it apart and steps forward. And it is super classic, like, Judeo-Christian angel White robes, enormous wings, a massive, like, tall spear. No armor or anything like that. The wings themselves are made of this flexing, shifting, what looks like basically warps in reality, uh, almost like glass uh, with a bunch of different refractions. Uh, and looking through them, you know, it's all just shimmering. What's the term? Um Pearlescent, opalescent. Uh, not quite. Uh, they, they, they are super solid like glass. Um, uh, but yes, shimmering, flexing, and then kind of just when I'm being cool, damn it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they kind of curl back up, uh, fold. Wings fold. Um, curl up. Whatever, fuck it, moving on. Um, at its back. Um as it kind of looks down at you. And it's very odd because the space that you are in, it's a normal 10 foot high ceiling. Um, and Songbird is, but right about six foot. Oh, and, yeah. and yet this thing seems to tower two, three, four times the height, but head is not reaching the roof. Um, there's all sorts of sense of shrink and grow kind of playing here um, as it looks down at you, you know, from this like ominous, terrible height. Hello, songbird. Brings the spear yeah. down. Uh, and the spear tip is that same kind of glass. Um, and I think because I mean, why wouldn't you have mage side on? Um, it looks like adamant you know, the perfected glass uh, and just the spear tip just comes right down like before your head, not in a like threatening, I'm going to poke you in the eye kind of thing, but just directing and the size of it, you know, is ginormous. You have come for my boon. Have you not? Yes. Um, Trying to think of how he would put this. Um, in short, um, 
He says, then you will need to bring me a show of exceptional craftsmanship and offer it up to the supernal in a sacrament. A mere... This I can do. A mere mundane crafting will not suffice. This needs to be an... A emblem? Yeah. A emblem, a symbol of your craftsmanship and your soul. Spear point kind of swings back. I mean, you hear the air just rushing by it. Um, Stands, am I understood? Looks down to Hadromiel. I see you, Hadromiel. And like, Hadromiel is like... Rather you that you didn't, <laughs> um, and uh, do you, uh, well out of character. Do you have anything more for Metatron? Metatron. <laughs> um, I have ideas. Okay. Uh, yeah, and with you know, like I said, out of character, I wanted to be sure, but in character, he basically levels that trial at you and then just turns um, and just melds right back with that same rippling of reality like a curtain and is gone. Okay, he's my new favorite. That guy's <laughs> awesome. Antonio <laughs> goes, yeah, he was one of my first. Yep. Damn, you shot for the goddamn stars, huh? Oh, no, no. I mean, like, first rank five, you know. But, oh, uh, oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. I see. I thought, you just, <laughs> I thought you just fucking went for it, my dude. No. God damn. He's yeah. great. He's fabulous. I still have not completed his trial. <laughs> Was it the same one? More or less, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, have fun with that one. Has, has he tried to complete the trial and not been successful? Is that what That's a question to he... ask him. <laughs> yeah. Craig's words come out of my mouth now. Sure. Uh, I, I have attempted... Um, but, uh, he was not pleased with my working. How many dots of grass does he have? Um, well, yeah, you would probably know. He's probably got like two or three. Okay. Well, I've got six. Right. You also have <laughs> matter where Hadromiel doesn't or only has a couple. I can't remember which, um, I don't have his character pulled up. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and basically like Hadromio kind of sits back and like it's a, there's a little bit of a pout and it's probably something that has come up in conversation when he's like, this is totally the guy you need to summon. But Hadromio is not happy about it. Oh, um, he's so sad. I'm going to well, fuck this trial right up. He, he basically points out he's like, because I imbued an item that I had made, huh. uh, mm-hmm. which is what he wanted. And it was not to the level that he wanted. Um, And I'll be honest, at that point, I was like, crack this. (laughs) 
That's the closest you've come to saying a bad word. No, because, because bear in mind, a while back, he had some Wait, cursing. he said fuck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, in, in, in short, you know, what you get is, you know, he crafted something and but it wasn't to uh, to the level that Metatron wanted um, between that and your fluent high speech. This guy wants a actual showing of craftsmanship, but also not a mundane thing. So it's likely it needs to be perfected materials and it needs to be imbued. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So all stuff that, yeah, Songbird is like, oh, yeah, this is my fucking wheelhouse. So this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my first thought would be with one to... intelligence. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Songbirds, I mean, that's uh, less a thought, more an instinct would be uh, a patterning a truth of Songbird's craftsmanship into a material and then working it. Yeah, there, I mean, and, and this one, out yeah. of character, I left it open, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Good trial. Yeah, I figure. I, I figure. This. I give you. I, I give you one to to let someone give you one. So I mean, the other one's like you know, right? Well, I mean, the other one is, is right, but notably, like you have to go get somebody. This one is like right. Songbird can do this solo. There. Excellent. I make mm. some sort of soul metal. Almost solo, <laughs> depending on. The perfected metal, because I don't think you can make perfected. Well, make yes, perfected metal temporarily. Yeah. No. I can perfect anything I touch. Oh right, because your legacy. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking the Arcana aspect, but yeah, that's right. Um, cool. Um, oh, uh, real quick, as we're running down the time, weird. Uh, I imagine you probably meet up with uh, Moonkeeper again if you want to throw another roll at that. Yeah, for sure. As we were, we were rounding down the last 15 minutes, I was like, okay, what little projects can we clean up? Uh, otherwise, uh, what is everybody up to? I know some of Atratus's day uh, for the next couple of days is taking care of the other two uh, sleepers, uh, but that's not a like 24-hour kind of thing. Uh, is there anything you guys are up to? Oof, only one success. That's why you need it, please. Yeah. Uh, I want to, um, like, actually call and chat with Colossus about, you know, all of this and how I want to be better. And, like, you and you looked at my soul. Said I needed help, and after doing this, I'm thinking, wow, maybe I do. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is more than happy to chat with you. Um, 
Give me a list of lessons. <laughs> right. It, it is an entire wisdom lecture uh, complete with object lesson and busting out some smithing tools and uh, working some metals and stuff like that. Uh, talking about working out the impurities of things. And unfortunately, a lot of it is matter kind of stuff, which you both, you know, kind of vibe on and stuff like that. But um, it's one of the, and I imagine somewhere in there, especially since Songbird is like, you know, the mentee, uh, mentor mentee, right? Yeah, anyways, you know, probably is like, ah, yes, I've heard that lecture. <laughs> I, I recognize those those little tools sitting, that he's pulled. sitting behind him, just like quoting him exactly. <laughs> yeah, probably heard it a couple times, but yeah. Um, and uh, what about weird? Uh, obviously, a little beat up with uh, uh, Moonkeeper, but anything else that's on the board? Um, just I took a a, a wisdom hit. And I've been wanting to put that in perspective to try and. Mm -hmm. I still have that obsession to improve my wisdom. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah, spend some time in contemplation, I guess, over the last couple of days working on... Is the, it solo contemplation? Are you bringing in members of the rookery, members of your legacy uh, to kind of discuss gonna this? I was going to talk to legacy folks. Yeah, because, yeah, I was going to say, because Borsin, this is his shit between being mm -hmm. Silver Ladder and Mastigos. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Borsin, like, like, will at, you know, hey, we're going to have this conversation? Cool. Are we good for stepping out from the, like, teacher-student kind of thing? Sure. Cool. You want to go into your own Euros and I beat it over your head? Describe that in a little more clearer terms. <laughs> um, we go find the places where you have fucked up in your life and we relive it together. Hmm. Uh, except that my life is now like it's just a novel sitting in. Oh, no. I mean, he means your yeah, yeah. acts of hubris. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, your weird life, not your mundane Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Bor Borsin is very, I mean, Borsin has a, a day job and a, you know, uh, a sleeper a persona. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, as as far as Borsin cares, yeah, the only real life that matters is this magical one. But, uh, so, yeah, you get, um, you get, you get a wisdom lesson from a Mastigos. Um and you come out Rip to a real one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you uh, you come out harrowed and and, you know, roughed up, but just like, OK, yeah, I'm better. And I actually think now that I think about it, there is a spell for that um, in Signs and Sorcery. Give me a second real quick to see if I can find this. A piece. Oh. They, they, they super got to adjust our percentages now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they echo pretty well. Uh, let's see here. Spell, 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 spell. Actually, remember to use the table of contents, but I can't remember what it's called. Uh, wealth and knowledge, grimoire stuff, soul stone, soul grafting. Narcissus's mirror? That can't be it. Um, but maybe. Hold, please. Dang. 
right, I'm gonna check this one real quick to see if this is it. Nope. Dang. Uh, but yeah, there is there is a uh, there's a spell. I'm ninety percent sure it's a uh, mind spell. But yeah, basically it lets you go back and relive a um, uh, an act of hubris. Um, and it doesn't let you recover your wisdom, but it lets you, uh, see, this is why I was hoping I could find it. Uh, but it basically gives you another shot at it and you can get some beats from it, if I remember correctly. So that's the, okay. You know why you can't find the spell? Hmm? Cause it's a boon. I know there is that one too. I could have sworn there was also a spell, but yeah. So we uh, we'll talk about this after the show. Uh, but yeah, I do know there's the boon uh, boon one, but I could have sworn there was a mind one. Uh, but it would be weird for it to be both a boon and a mind spell. So yeah. But yeah, uh, like I said, y- you guys have a you know, and I-, I think for weird, if nothing else, it is a novel experience being taught by a mastigos because. Um, there, there is no kid gloves. There's no nice acanthus metaphor it's, and yeah. Aesop's fables kind of thing. It's like, hi, you're an asshole. This is why you're an asshole. Let's watch it again and again and again and again and again. It's like this. This is not pleasant, but I have learned things now. <laughs> um, and there may be just a tiny bit of like Borsine, like being like, oh. After having to listen from the Acanthus teacher, like, okay, hang on. Got to show you where I come from. Um, And I think as you guys kind of step out of it, you guys have some very, like, blunt and frank conversations and talk about wisdom and your your views on it, uh, where it kind of slips back into, you know, the teacher-student thing. And you guys start to talk about, like, the wisdom of your legacies, uh, excuse me, well, your cabals and how that affects you because of your legacy and like died and the problem, probably the fear because you guys are the first people of your legacy, right? And be like, what happens if our cabals start to have just dropping wisdom? What, what, what happens to us <laughs> kind of stuff? Yeah. And there's a few other things about that as well that we don't really know. Like we don't know. How it's how it's gonna work out. So there's a few big, big which questions think, along those. Which I think both of you go, shit, we need to start writing some stuff down. <laughs> Let me we need to record this. Uh which is an acanthus um, and a uh, silver ladder, yes. Go ahead. I'm also gonna take as a lesson that when I'm when I'm mentoring Borsin to be direct and he likes to be pushed and challenged, and I'm taking that as a, a yeah. note for future interaction. Yep. Uh, which and this will definitely count as a scene of tutoring, as will uh, obviously the Evan Phoenix dive, because uh, we got to remember that those are a thing. Um, same thing with Songbird going and chatting with Colossus. Got to remember those. But uh, also, I remember the other day we were talking about, oh man, we're out of mana and we need to recover some. How how are we going to do that? Oh, there's mana coffee. Also, oblations. Oblations. <laughs> yes. Whoops. Uh, hi guys. We are also still learning mage. Um, I hope you have enjoyed 140 episodes. At this point, we're forgetting it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, 140 episodes of, hey, maybe one day we'll have a an entire session where we don't forget some method or some mechanic or something. So um, with that, it's 8.52. Uh, uh, does anybody have any last little bits, obs, or other 
jangly things. That's about it for me, I think. Okay, cool. Get- uh, I'm, so, I'm actually going to spend my XP because I've got like eight. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember you were like sitting on some. So um, as always, folks, thank you very much for joining us. It is a lot of fun to have you guys here and joining us. Um, I'll be honest, I really enjoy playing tabletop RPGs with my friends. And it's cool that you all are here watching and enjoying it. Um, so uh, thank you for sticking with us for so many episodes. Um, and uh, if you want to join us um, and like chat with us and hang out, please do uh, come by Discord. That's yeetinto.space. Uh, if you're not familiar with Discord, which I realize some folks actually are not familiar with Discord, it's basically just a big chat server. You can join other servers and you know, ours is just one. Uh, it's got a bunch of different channels you can chat in or just lurk. It is okay to show up, hang out, and just watch what people are talking about and just enjoy the shenanigans uh, because there are shenanigans afoot. And we don't also, uh, also, yeah, we don't just talk about mage. There's an entire channel about food um, and birds and, and birds. dogs and music. And yeah, so it's not just mage. You can come be... You know, you don't have to be super nerd to enjoy the Discord. Uh, it helps. But uh, and if you want to su- uh, support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultist anonymous. Uh, there's the merch store for cool, awesome Mercury and totally a witch and OA logos. And yes, the shirt um, uh, that's at occultanon.thrillist.com and well-timed sip. Thank you, uh, Craig. Um, and uh, also, um, because it actually is super relevant right now. Drive-Thru RPG is doing their Halloween sale, which means a bunch of the Chronicles of Darkness books are on sale. And if you follow the link in the chat or comments or wherever, um, you buy the book at whatever discounted price and we get a little bit of a kickback, which basically goes towards me buying the backlog of Night Horrors and all the monsters uh, to throw at them. Uh, which, now that I think about it, I haven't thrown up like big bad monster at them for a while really no monsters <laughs> yeah. large say, guy wait. four arms then yeah. rebel yeah okay so there, there was goro yeah uh so uh yeah the soccer excuse me not goro uh goro he's goro, goro daddy now he's goro daddy now please uh yeah but uh thank you all for joining us um oh and patreon.com slash occultismus or stay lucky.club i can't remember if i mentioned that one whatever um cool um We'll see you all next week. Stay lucky. Bye.